0: yeah yeah so I'm curious to ask you maybe what is maybe area or direction of research multi optimization you think is very promising but the community seems to disagree or doesn't get much attention to it at the moment
1: oh I, I'm not sure if, if there's a place where people disagree here I think everybody agrees that speed is of the essence we need efficient methods to get to get uh, to get this out to the to the world so I, I, as I'm Maybe you could correct me if I didn't get the question correctly, but I don't think there's any disagreement on where we are supposed to go in the community. But you could say, and mm-hmm. this is probably for many engineering disciplines, that not too much effort is being being put on making this robust with respect to the user. I mean, I still I, I see if, if it's possible to make topology optimization approaches accessible by everybody. I mean, people without an engineering background, and give them quality answers every time. I mean, that's, that's uh, if we could get to there, then it would be really strong. And I don't see too much research on that. It's more on developing methods which are only accessible by other researchers and which requires people with PhDs to operate. I think that's kind of a limitation.
0: I'm curious I'm curious to ask you if uh, there is an example of complex project you have been working on for topology optimization. It was really interesting and complex to solve because I, I, we have a question from a student how we can handle complex geometry. Sometimes there's maybe parameterization techniques so that you can uh, design the shape. But do you have any experience with complex topology optimization uh, project you have been working on? It was it challenging for you?
1: Yes, I would. I would actually argue that all the projects that we're working on are exactly like that. Very complex, yeah. and I mean, so so there are there are several issues here. First of all, when we do our gigascale optimization um, uh, studies, we often get geometries out with so many details that it's simply impossible without manual inspection to convert it back into a standard CAD file. Yeah. So so I. So so maybe this is not exactly what the student had in mind, but this is my take on it. So I kind of have this view, not kind of, I actually have this view that the CAD systems, the spline-based, the NURBS-based stuff that was created back in the 80s is, and is still being used throughout the world, is kind of losing uh, touch with where modeling capabilities is going. So what we are working with in order to handle complex geometries and very complicated layouts with covering multiple uh, scales, right, is mm. implicit geometry representations. So instead of, I mean, this is also part of the motivation for our cut element approaches. Actually, is because if we instead of having an explicit geometry representation, from for example blinds or something similar, if we have it as as uh, as as level set fields, where we have one. Order or one dimensionality higher than what we're actually looking at, and then cutting it somewhere, we can, with a very low amount of data, represent really complicated geometries. And yes, and, and one more note on that account. So, we are not the only ones in structural optimization who are seeing the benefits of this. I mean, the whole, the whole revolution that has happened since 3D printing went ballistics in the mid zeros until now. It's actually that more and more geometry or computational geometry companies are shooting up, which focus exactly on these implicit geometry representations. So I, I think that's definitely, that's definitely the, the enabler here. I mean, once yeah. this is part of the tool chain in, in the manufacturing, then, then it's going to be much easier to get it out to more people.